0: You're listening to Be On the Bike with Big Lou. And now a few words from our advertisers. Welcome to Sismontane Brewing Company. We are located at 1409 East Warner, Suite 6, Santa Ana, California 92705. We are open on Monday through Thursday from 3 to 9, Friday and Saturday from 12 to 9, and Sunday from 12 to 6. We have 15 beers on tap with rotating seasonal options. We also have a cask night and
1: taco Tuesday every Tuesday from three to nine. And we also feature vinyl Sundays where you can come and choose your own record and we play your music for you. We'll see you soon Santa Ana, cheers.
2: (laughs) I'm so So, so I used to have So, fresh. play. Canary yellow seven ass <laughs> the business <laughs> on the slate. My nigga, hooked it up. Oh, my get my hide out. I'm how to like that. I can't hang on your zipper. Think you like a lizard when I'm slizzard. A sober, six million ways to fold you. Like, no, I get too for views and you get pretty cheap. But I call your ass from 80s, I know you'll be there for me, girl. I'm <laughs> <to> running off <laughs> of their mouth and yeah, telling me that's everything on, that's yeah. on your nasty mind. That's, that's they say your are malnutrition, the need the vitamin D and then yeah, 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 vitamin D yeah, yeah, to yeah, that tender thing in out your spine. Yeah. I love who you yeah. are, yeah. I love who you yeah. ain't. you so yeah. and frank, let's yeah. yeah. the yeah. addict yeah. to hide yeah. out for yeah. about two weeks. With chains and no chains and whips, I do some lips to him and double time the boy next door to free. Ha 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 ha. That's on the planet. Know. The sky is falling, yeah. ain't no need to panic. I got a oh. stinking on oh. your automatic. Oh. All right, guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to an episode of Beyond the Bike. I'm your host, Big Lou, and tonight, tonight, we got two special people. We're going to be talking about bikes and stuff. No beers, unfortunately, tonight, but anyways. Oh. Parker, what's up, man? Hi, Lou. Thanks for welcome, having me, my friend. Welcome, welcome. And we got Sean. Yes, Chiro- chiropractic sean that's me that's well, me. what's your nickname sean you got a nickname yeah dr bones dr bones
0: bones doc bones with a z uh well we like, could add like, a z but it's <laughs> only totally got it has got an S. Could, but depends, you know? if you're playing hip-hop the a z it, yeah it, it all depends bones on and the Harmon?
2: environment <laughs> 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 oh man all right we're gonna start off with sean sean yeah. uh introduce yourself and then a little bit of your background and, and what you do what's your bread and butter
0: yeah. So my name is Dr. Sean Milam of Milam Chiropractic and Sports Therapy, located in Tustin. Um, I've been a chiropractor for nearly twenty years now. It's crazy. It, time time flies. I can't believe decades. Right? Wow. Right? I can't believe I'm old enough for this. Yeah. That's that's You're what's not. In, yeah. That's I what
1: think the, you cheated people out of the you know your first five years or so. Yeah. <laughs> I think you know they're probably looking at this guy going. I don't know if I want him to touch me. <laughs> it, was like Do- it was like Doogie Hauser. Yeah. You remember that guy? Yeah. I remember Doogie Houser. Doogie Yeah. Yeah, I I like, Doogie Houser, Doogie yeah. 14, yeah right? That
0: totally. That, that, so that was me. And so, yeah. So uh sports chiropractor, avid cyclist, uh, mountain biker. Part of the Redline Cycling uh, mountain bike team. Okay, and um, our our core sponsors Rock and Road and Specialized, and mm-hmm. we're stoked to be a part of that. Not part too of Shabby. Them. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> it's a fun group. Yeah, yeah it is. It's a blast. And so, yeah. So my my specialty is uh, posture and biomechanics of the spine, helping people improve their performance uh, and uh, improve their 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 health. So my patients that I see are, are, are anywhere from the lead athlete to the weekend warrior and, and their families and help them improve their lives through function. So that, that's, that's my thing.
2: Now, um, a lot of people think like chiropractors, acupuncturists, that's like a bunch of like baloney, fol- yeah, fony yeah. baloney snake oil, right? right yes right, or no? Yeah, really? come on. Know, come no, on.
0: seriously, I've heard that. Right. I've heard that. Yeah yeah. 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 So,
2: I mean, how do you overcome that for somebody who's like, that's I don't believe part, in that kind I of, I of stuff, know. So. you know what I mean?
0: You know, sometimes it's almost it's impossible to overcome certain people. You know, you, you, it's you, almost yeah. like a bike fit, right? Yeah, yeah you know, it's like, <laughs> well, yeah. right, Parker. We do our best.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> know, everyone you know, gets a fitting. Yeah, right? yeah, right. So you know, every now and then, you're,
0: you're going to have those people that um, are hard to overcome. But you know, when when they come in, they see the results, they learn about chiropractic, they learn about their health. Um, when they see an office full of people, and they they start to get the buy-in, mm-hmm. and then they and then my my intention, my goal is to be very um, um, clear, explain things to where the average person can understand what's happening, and um, and how they can go from functioning at one level and get to the that next level or two. So if that lead athlete, for example, as one of my patients is a professional triathlete sponsored by Specialized. And um, there was a leg discrepancy and when they were in the wind tunnel doing testing, he was off on one side by, uh, uh, they said about about 10%. And um, they were just explaining your power's off. So he came in, we worked on him, balanced out his pelvis, um, adjusted them, went back up to Specialized Headquarters in the wind tunnel, and his power was equal. Wow. And so for him, that that will take an athlete at that elite level. 10%, it's
2: huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah, it will take a fraction
0: of a percent. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> right, totally. I mean, and I might be off by a little bit of that percentage of what he was off, but I just remember he was off by, uh, by a significant amount. The, now it could be the difference between a podium or not or the difference between first and fifth at that elite pro level. Mm -hmm. So, and then when you tie in a proper bike fit, um, like he was going through at headquarters in the, in the wind tunnel, it's, it's massive. Mm -hmm. And so, and so then when you, that trickles down into the amateur level where you, maybe you're racing a sport class and you're a mid packer and you're in good shape. You're like, why can't I get past that? You know, all it could be is just an imbalance in your spine and your nervous system, um, your your posture, forward head posture, that's where your head hangs out forward, and you've seen those people, you know, kinda of like hunch forward, right?
2: What do they call it now is like uh forward head syndrome? Forward or... head syndrome, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Everybody's, everybody's walking around with their tongue yeah. texting. Yeah, we're all guilty of it. Totally <laughs> we're all guilty on. of it. Text <laughs> text neck, they call it text yeah, neck. Yeah, oh, text neck now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Erectus is coming back. <laughs> right. It's coming. It's exactly. like it's like <laughs>
0: reverse evolutions happening, yeah. guys, you know. <laughs> I mean, that can decrease your body's ability to get oxygen by as much as 20%, 30%. So if you can reduce, you know, improve uh, upon that, and let's just say you just knocked it and improved it by 50%, now all of a sudden that's the difference between maybe, a, you know, a 10th place and a 5th place and the best finish ever. So it's, it's really cool to see people um, improve their, their performance, improve their health. So mm-hmm. that's that's what I do in the office. Tie it in with with what Rock and Road does, and um, we can help together. We can help those athletes again at any level get to that next level.
2: It's, plus, plus like proper proper stretching, right? Because oh, I, yeah. I think there's a lot of guys, you know. Obviously, I'm I'm included in that. That we just you know quick stretch, right. And we're off and riding riding a bike, right? Right. right? Instead of you know taking time, it's kind of like. You jumping in your car and firing up and taking off and hauling ass, mm-hmm. right? You right. gotta you gotta warm it up a little bit, right? Totally. Instead of just sure. instead of just like jumping in it, right? I mean, I I'm yeah. you know I've, I got a well company truck, my dad's truck, mm-hmm. but you know it's a big diesel, mm-hmm. so usually I have to warm it up for about ten fifteen minutes before you know we're rocking and rolling. You know what I mean? Right. On that right. cold morning, yeah. Well, awesome. every morning it's like ten fifteen minutes. So I, I got to be there and fire you know warm it up a little bit. So right. Right. it's kind of like stretching out, stretching out. In fact. You know the worst thing to
0: do is jump out of bed and start stretching. You know you need to get up. You know have a big glass of water, rehydrate your body. You just spent hours sleeping, right? So you got to rehydrate your body, start and then get moving a little bit, then start your stretching. So um, and then it's just not only is that you're going to be more effective, but you're going to reduce your risk of injury or or, or tearing something. Mm-hmm. See, I
1: thought we can just kind of get some angles dialed in on the bike. Put them on there, send you off and go. Right? Wrong. Pin no. it to <laughs> winning. It's a whole regimen, you know. Yeah. If we look at this, there's so many different things that go into it that encompass the fit, the lifestyle that that we do. You know, from eating to stretching to things like that. Yeah. All that's helping to improve, you know, our overall performance and overall vitality, if you will. Right. I like to think so. Yeah. I always feel better when I'm, you know, in uh, consistently riding and trying to eat well and. I have a stretching regimen. I dabble in yoga from time to time. Okay. Go. And it didn't start until I really got into, you know, the fitting process and mm-hmm. what goes into it. But it does. There's a lot that kind of encompasses it. You can't just kind of get fit and go.
2: Right. Yep. So, Sean, um, when, when uh, you have a new patient in there, I mean, do you, like, what's, what's your, like, protocol when you have, like, a new patient in there? And they're, like, let's say, oh, my sciatica. Right. Have a static issue, whatever what do, right. you, what do you do?
0: Yeah that's a great question. So when a patient comes in first do a health history, find out what's going on, how did that happen? Rarely did it just happen And by the time they see me, a lot of times they've gone elsewhere and then they're like, all right, I'll try this chiropractic thing. you know instead of being their first resort, sometimes I'm their last resort uh, but first do a history, find out how it happened, what they're doing, what's their daily activities. You know, if they're a cyclist, sometimes you find out they have the seat too low. Their bike fits way off. So that, that's, that's a huge thing. So first, find out the history on that. Um, and then evaluate the whole spine because rarely is it just a low back issue. The whole spine's connected top to bottom. So in wherever the hips are going, the head's going to follow or the head in the, or the hips are going to follow the head. So look at the overall posture. Um, in fact, part of the evaluation is a digital posture analysis, where I take highly specialized pictures, plot, do the measurements, very similar to a bike fit, actually. Um, so it's a posture fit, and evaluate those posture
2: on a bike. Posture yeah. on
0: a bike, yeah. In fact, I can even do it in a seating position with the with the software that I that I that I've you know, helped work with and mm-hmm. develop and so we take a postural analysis and um, and then it outlines the shape of the spine do do orthopedic tests and then based upon all that then we'll start the appropriate treatment and um, and that varies from patient to patient
2: okay so it's yeah. pretty pretty in depth and you know it's yeah. not just all right what's wrong with you all right let's fix you up yeah. and you know, it's the number, right?
0: Yeah. It's like face down, crack, crack, crack. You know, unfortunately that's right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's so many offices around here that that's their, that's their protocol. Uh, I had a patient yesterday that came in and she, she came into me for a second opinion because their experience was I was laying there and they didn't even ask me any questions. Next thing I know, um, they're cracking my back. I'm like, so they didn't, you know, do an exam. Do they do the call out? Do the L four? L four. <laughs> snap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. So um, yeah, they, it was. You know, yeah, I mean, well, let me catch your card. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, actually, they probably collected it before she mm. even got there. Yeah. So you know that's you know that that's the challenge. It is depends if you have a
1: group on too? Yeah. Ooh, yeah.
0: Oh, okay. yeah. Hey, yeah. Do, do the, they work? Those things work. They, they can. Yeah. Totally. T- 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 yeah, I mean, you it's I mean, cracking and get a packet. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, you know, and that's the thing is like I've had people call me about groupons, you know, and they're always shocked to find out that, you know, I um, I had a Groupon out there for a while, you know, that they got the you know, the same thing because I don't care how someone's going to pay, whether it's cash or insurance. You know, you got you always have to do right by the patient. And so it it and their treatment's not going to be based upon, you know, if their insurance is going to cover 12 visits or 20 visits or no insurance, they're going to get the recommendations based upon what their needs are. Mm. And, um, and that's the reason why I see people get the results that, that they're expecting and that they're hoping for. Um, Mm. And in in the, one of the misnomers with chiropractic is it's, you know, a one and done, you know, I've seen that, Oh, I, I can just come in one time. It's, it's like going to the gym once and expecting to get into shape. You know, uh, it's a you damn. Know. I thought I honestly thought, like, <laughs>
1: right? Like, like, hey, I got this spot back here. Yeah, right. Bam, just right there. Place. It's, it's a, good to go. Yeah, well,
0: that is a chiropractic miracle, and I do see those every day. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so you are telling me there's a
1: chance. There's a chance, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like dumb and dumber. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> but uh, it, you know, it, it really follows chiropractic. Really does follow the um, the muscle and exercise physiology principles. And, and then, of course, in my office, utilizing the specialized sports therapy rehab, active therapy. So you don't come in and just lay on a table and, you know, get, a, you know, get, get some muscle stem and pads put on you. You're actually doing active therapy, stretching the spine, mobilizing, um, you know, especially like on a bike fit, it's important, like hip flexibility. And so highly specialized equipment to help improve hip flexibility, strengthen your core. Which is a weakness for a lot of cyclists is the core. So you gotta keep the core strong so you can be faster.
1: It's not a big muscle we use. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, It's for picking the bike up and. Right.
0: Thrown over a fence, right? Totally. Who oh, did? Thrown over the fence? Uh, what we, we, we we do you do? We The back of the pickup truck. The back, yeah, back, back of the, of the pickup, pickup truck. truck. <laughs> there's no, there's no trail poaching. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Unsanctioned trails. Yeah, yeah. No, we yeah. don't do that. You know what?
1: Yeah. You get caught nowadays. Yeah, you yeah. do. They, trail cams. Cams. The, the rangers are all over. Yeah, the place. that's yeah. what
2: happened to uh to Zach Rastigian.
1: Oh yeah, recently.
2: Yeah. Uh, a while ago, he he was banned from like OC oh, from from the OC parks. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. So was he
0: Would he go back out there in Fremont?
2: Um, where
0: Fremont Canyon? They always say they they have that closed. It's like it's no. Uh,
2: I I think he was yeah. like uh where was he at? Um,
1: I I think he'd been warned multiple times. Yeah, perhaps oh, and, probably. Uh, you know, three strikes and you're out. Three middle. strikes and you're out. Yeah. yeah,
2: no no grace period. No, Parker. All right, drop Hello? it man, drop it man Hi my name is Parker, Parker Boone Parker Boone I'm
1: from uh, Lake Forest, California Okay I grew up here man, this is my neighborhood, kind of Costa Mesa? No, I was born in Anaheim
2: Anaheim, Anacrime But
1: I didn't really spend much time in, uh, okay. in Anacrime I went to El Toro Okay Where did you go to school, around here? Century High School Okay Nice
2: Yeah Santa Ana Yeah. I went to Modern day Okay. Oh, Whoa! Oh, yeah. well, I don't want to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: go to USC? But but you no. Okay. UCLA.
2: Chapman. <laughs> Chatwalk. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I went all to right. Chapman. All right. Yeah. All right. I, and I then I went to Palmer
0: Chiropractic School. That's
1: actually that you're really keeping it local. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, Palmer was up in Bay Area. But anyway, I digress. Go, yeah. for <laughs> Parker. No, all good. All uh, you.
1: Yeah, I've been cycling for a long time. So how long? I bet you. Yeah. I'm, I think my first race, and I, I'm not, I'm not a big race guy. Um, but I think I did a race when I was 13, 14. Nice. When are you in seventh or eighth grade? Serrano. 13, right?
0: 14, yeah. 14.
1: Yeah. I think we, we had a race at uh, Camp Pendleton. I remember I still have cool pictures, right? The man, Tinker Juarez, who still nice. wins everything. He's
2: what, like 53 he's, years, no, years old? He's the guy's like, a stud. He's like
1: in his 80s, isn't he?
2: he? He Didn't he just win like a world championship for like a marathon he or is. something he's like that? He's got to be right? in his 50s though, for yeah. real. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure he
1: was in his 20s then. He had a Jeep Cherokee, and it said T. Juarez. That was his license plate. And now I think it's Tinker J. on his new, I don't know what Rav4 element or something. Mm-hmm. But he wins what the the Saddleback Challenge again. But the guy was phenomenal back then. But that was my first race. I remember he was a guy I looked up to. Um, but yeah, I was I was really into the design. I liked gadgets. I used to draw frames and the geometries on a notepad. In high school, I'd have, like, mountain bike action. I'd tear it off, and I'd put it in the sleeve of the notebook. Math was Greg Herbold, History <laughs> was John Thomas. <laughs> there, there, there were some fast girls back then, man, too. Um, but, yeah, hasn't it come a long way? Oh, yeah.
2: Incredible. Leaps and in bounds, man. Technology.
1: I'll tell you what, that style's coming back, though. Some of the old, you know, just whipping that thing out there, with the, the, putting that tail out. Some of the neon they have going. The neon. Like, the like like your like your shirt dude you like, like a that? retro. Yeah, dude, yeah. I like it, man. It's a little retro. Yeah, I like it. Taking it back a little bit.
2: Yeah.
0: My first mountain bike was in nineteen
2: eighty six. What 86. was your first bike? Eighty
0: six, yeah. It was a Miata Ridge oh, Runner. It was pre index shifting. You know, like that's what it was like called index shifting then. You know, like the click shifters. Yeah, you had friction shifters. That's how I mean <laughs> can you imagine that
1: friction shifters. Remember Murray? Right, a yeah. bike company. We uh-huh. used to have commercials. Biking was so big, and I remember as a kid, you'd watch this one where the kids on his Murray Street machine, and it had a stick shift right on the top you, like a big friction shift. Nice, right? yeah. And he's going through the tunnel, and he shifts it, and all of a sudden the light changes into like warp speed, like he's <laughs> yeah. going back in time, full on like Back to the Future phase, and he comes shooting at the end. And I had to get a Murray Street machine.
2: Marketing I got a man, those but... guys are marketing geniuses, dude. Right? Yeah, you should bring that back.
1: You could. Yeah. <laughs> Murray. A lot of old brands are still floating out there, right?
2: I mean, they're they're owned by, what, like a big conglomerate or something? I, I'm
1: sure. Probably, yeah. That's, I think a lot of them are owned that way. but keep, so, them, keep them alive. Keep them alive. Yeah. But I've been at Rock and Road for at least 15 years, I think, in different parts of my lifetime. Yeah? Um, but always been a cycling enthusiast. Right? Oh, Fifteen you.
2: years. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, were you like uh, a greeter the first? What were your first?
1: I was. I was a mechanic. Yeah. Just oh wait, wait. To, just out,
2: straight out of like
1: in high school. First. Oh really? So when I was in high school, I thought, man, I'm riding so much, and you know, we kind of we were known at the shop. I have three younger brothers, and we all rode. Um, so we thought, hey, you know, my dad probably was like, hey, why don't you see if you can get a job there? So I think I made a resume, even though I didn't really have a resume to give. I hadn't had any like prior jobs or anything, mm-hmm. right? So uh, Jeff Renteria had me, one of the owners, had me uh, build tricycles for a day, and that was my my first job.
2: <laughs>
1: so it's awesome. Man. It's awesome. And, and you've been there ever have since. Have you seen the tricycles? They make some pretty sweet tricycles now. But <laughs> yeah, now uh, and from there, just kind of on and up, and you and you know, you have fun responsibilities as uh, as life goes on. But um, you know, the fitting part. Early on, I think in the 90s, was starting to get big, right? We had the whole Lance Armstrong craze. Uh, We were selling bikes. The bike industry was doing well. Um, And so the whole fitting phase, you know, what's next after you sell that expensive bike? After, Mm -hmm. you know, someone's just picking that lifestyle up for the first time. You put the seat up and you kind of give a pat on the back. And back then it was, you know... Uh, That looks pretty good. Why don't you try that out? And then if you need to make an adjustment, it's a 4-millimeter Allen wrench, and you do it like this. That's it.
2: That's it. it.
1: You know, if bike fitting was around, and I think the people that were racing and were competitive had always, you know, dibble-dabbled with fit, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, But it became very popular, I'm sure, you know, in the 90s. Uh, Specialized got together with Dr. Andy Pruitt from the Boulder Sports Institute of Medicine and collaborated with the Body Geometry Program and came up with a specialized bicycle component university. They have a full campus up there in Morgan Hill, which is incredible. If you get a chance to go up, visitors are welcome. Oh, um, cool. You can stop on by I'll give you a tour of the museum there. Um, and they're, they're, you know, great people up there. Um, their design work they're you know, from top to bottom, it's a, it's a very impressive place to go uh, check out and hang out with. But, Once that started to take off, um, you know, the body geometry program encompasses, obviously, like your contact points, your butt, uh, the saddles, the grips, uh, the shoes, and the helmets. So everything that's kind of making contact with your extremities. They want to make sure that, like skiing, like other sports, the equipment really makes your experience. And to give you the best experience, all that stuff needs to be, um, you know, detailed and looked at. So over the course of time, they've come up with a few different systems um sbcu is still alive and well and uh they've of course have retool now which also was a dr andy pruitt i think um type of a collaboration with a lot of other bright guys but the whole motion capture the software that we use is so intricate now we're taking i think it's like 46 different points of data that's huge um, and we can use that in unison and and come up with certain angles and postures, kind of like what you're saying. We're just taking a body position and trying to find the body's most effective and comfortable place on the bike. Right. And we start with those contact points. So, you know, the fit process has changed, and the dynamics of it have changed, and certainly the equipment and technology have changed. Um, The base of it's still the same, right? Um, It's just a lot easier now to help people find a comfortable position on the bike. Mm -hmm. So it's fun to do.
2: Why, why do people? Why are people cheap and don't want to invest in themselves? And you know,
1: well, I don't know if that's fair. I don't think they're properly educated. Okay, right? There's not maybe the value necessary. To take <laughs> There's
2: the- some people that are cheap. They're like, oh, I can do it. I have seen it. You know, you YouTube you it, can go on you, you, right? or that's Google, what, YouTube it, what ever right? right? Yeah. Like, hey, Doctor yeah. Google. That's Doctor, what I call it. Doctor yeah. Google. <laughs> hey, Doctor
0: Google told me this is why my back hurts. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah.
2: Symptoms like okay, yeah, all right, I got it, man. Yeah.
1: You know, there's there's Two There's short, quick, <laughs> and easy methods. Yeah, Greg LeMond had a good one. It's your inseam, and I think you multiply it by 0. 0.88, and that gives you his degree of bend in the knee. Mm. So if we can do that with everyone and send them on the way, God, man, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just take your inseam. What, you're a 32? Multiply that by 0. 0.88. Off, you're on your way. All right. See you, you right here, See you later. See you later. Bye. Back bye. <laughs> Um, but it's fun to watch people progress too, right? We might get some guys uh, competitively that are starting off the season, maybe not in the best of shape, just like most athletes. And throughout the season, that that fit's going to change throughout the course of their um, you know their athleticism's going to change. Uh, injuries hopefully don't occur, but injuries can also change a fit. You know, th- different things occur, and
2: uh, so you yeah. have to come back and do like multiple fits.
1: Yeah, you know, a, a fit. Always encompasses that communication and feedback. So, uh, you know, a very to have a proper fit and have a successful fit, we want to make sure that um, that we have an open communication with the customer and with the client. So that feedback is critical to you know having a, a good outcome and a positive outcome.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, will a fit on a road bike or a gravel bike be the same as a mountain bike?
1: No. A when- little bit though. Why not? <laughs> well, do you ride your mountain bike like you do your road bike? Of course not. Right? If I like, yeah. fit someone on their triathlon bike like their mountain bike,
2: well people are like, "Well, as, really as, fast, as long as like my knees not are not anymore. like overextending or like low rider style whatever, you know what I mean, like people might think, you know, they can just translate what they got on one bike and then move it to another bike."
1: You can a little bit, right? So, to a degree, um, when we're taking a mountain bike, a competitive mountain bike fit in a competitive road bike fit are very similar. Um, a mountain bike fit is a little more upright. So we're basically taking that same uh, body position and we're rotating it, if you will, forward and clockwise, right? If you're looking at the right side of the, of the bicycle. So mm-hmm. we're, we're rotating that person's pelvis forward in essence. And a triathlon bike is again, even rotating further forward. Mm-hmm. So if you look at a seat, for instance, on a mountain bike versus a competitive road bike seat, they're similar, but they might have padding in different places. And if you look at a triathlon specific seat or a time trial seat, totally different, right? Yeah. So your musculature, your you know skeletal structure is hitting that seat in a different spot, hmm. right? That's why the fitting process enables you with those contact points to get right, different seats, Specialized, for instance, they make, with all their models, they make four different widths for four different width pelvises. Your itchial tuberosities, your little bony parts of your hips, right? When when you see the sit pad in the the bike shop, you sit on this pad and your bum's going to make a little indentation, right? It's really easy to see those points on the pad. If you sit evenly on it, and it's a real simple way to measure someone's skeletal, their pelvic, pelvic, uh, you know, their their width back there. So we can take that, and we can get a good idea of maybe what size seat, the width seat, uh, the type of seat that they should
0: be on, mm-hmm. given the type of riding style, right? And that's huge. Uh, I went to a wider seat, and I had increased power just from a, from a wider seat. Your, your bike's going to come <clears throat> with a. A certain size seat. Standard, they're right? What's what
2: called standard, right? Right. They're just taking average? kind of
1: a bell curve, an average, if you will. And I think the average male for specialized from their data in the United States is they're 143. I think 52, 53% of the males in the United States fit that. Um, but it doesn't have to do with your necessarily, um, you know, what a person looks like or their build. Yeah. Your skeletal structure is different than your muscular structure. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I thought I had a big butt. <laughs> I thought I was dead on average, man. Not six foot, a hundred and you know seventy five pounds, eighty pounds, something like that. So, so
2: uh, Parker, so let's say okay, somebody buys a new bike, right? Brand new Epic Evo, whatever, right? Nice, and they, and they nice want to get it, right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of nice, that's 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 yeah, yeah, my wheelhouse, no, no, man. Yeah, that, that's a good <laughs> bike, good choice, good <laughs> choice right there.
1: I happen to know a shop that has one. We'll, we'll get we'll get something going. Okay, right. yeah, they're they're,
2: they're amazing <laughs> bikes. But go ahead. Uh, and they're like, hey, I want to start racing, you know, over the hump, you know, maybe some cross country races. Um, I want to do a bike fit. What, what, what are the steps to, to getting from point A to?
1: Right. So if you're interested in a bike fit, we're easy at, at, at our, our place. We've got a fit studio at the shop that I'm at in Irvine. And we have one that uh, I'll call him Dr. Steven Pettit at our Laguna Niguel store. Uh, he has a, a fit studio over there. And uh, he's incredible, by the way. He's a really good fit guy. And Mario Rivera, our other guy who is uh, with me over at Irvine. If you go on our website under the service area, you can look at our fit schedule. And um, it'll give you some interesting pointers, uh, just some basic information on the differences between a body geometry fit and a full retool fit. Right? We're taking these sensors and we're placing them on different uh, pivotal parts of your body, your elbow, your knee, your hip. Um, and we're capturing the dynamics of how your body's moving over the bike and given a set of parameters um, that of course were given to us by the guys doing the software and everything. We, we know basically how a body's supposed to function over the bike. We know certain angles that uh, the body needs to be within. So it gives us boundaries to shoot for. Um, You can't always get every angle, right? Mm. You know, we can sit there for hours on someone's bike or on a, on a fit machine and try and get every piece of data. How it works is if it's neat, If you look at it in the columns, if you're within the um, correct range of that measurement, uh, it'll glow green, right? And if you are outside of that realm, it'll be yellow. So we can look at a lot of different numbers, and it's color-coordinated, so our eyes can catch what we need to look at right off okay. the bat. Um, generally, we try and simplify. You know, the, the funny thing is, when you start to do it, and if you're looking at the data, you're going to change the way you're pedaling the bike to make the numbers go green. Right. So we like to face everyone away from it. And then okay. we slowly start to be honest. Get them right. There,
2: right? <laughs> right. So in the process of uh, doing the, 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 retool, right. The, the bike fit. <coughs> so once um, you schedule it up, it's a, yeah.
1: it, it's uh, it, it is, it's a process, right? It's about three hour long process. Okay. We start with a pre-assessment. We don't just put you on the bike and on the trainer and start measuring things. Um, very, very very, much like what you do, Sean, right? Yeah. We're doing uh, a little bit of background. Yeah. I want to know your injury history. You know, uh, We can tell by the different scars on people's bodies. <laughs> and all of a sudden, different injuries will start to resurface from their early age and childhood. Mm. Um, we see that all the time. Is you know, it like a people, Dr. Phil moment or what? It is. It <laughs> is. They relive it with you yeah. sometimes. You'll, you'll shed a tear with them. Um, but after you go through some of that stuff and you get a basic idea of what this person's been through, Right We get a lot of professional athletes, and some of these guys, depending on the sport that they've been in, um, they've had 20 you know 30 surgeries mm-hmm. um, and so some you know there, there's going to be a lot of asymmetry, and so the whole idea here is creating a functional, flowing body form that's symmetrical, and uh, you know it creates comfort and it creates power
2: mm-hmm.
1: so tricky to do, and no one I mean no one is symmetrical mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um,
2: it's a challenge for you, right? It,
1: well, yeah, you know, you can't get every... As, as a fitter, you know, you want to get it as close as you can. Um, and so that's obviously what we're, we're trying to achieve. And that's with, you know, the retail software that we use um, is one of many out there. I have a FIST certification. That's the Fit Institute of Slow Twitch with Dan Enfield. Um, you know, I've, I've done some stuff with Trek 2. So there's a variety of different methods.
2: So you, so you, got, you got a lot of experience
1: yeah, so you know it's nice to have experience. You can you can use that obviously, um, you know when we're looking at retool stuff. But mm-hmm. By far, it's just such an easy method to use, and then we can obviously uh, we can keep all that we can keep a data file, uh, essentially a profile on all of those athletes and clients, and uh, we can go back and look at it at any point. That's why that communication and that relationship is so important, right? If we know that their knees are hurting in a certain place, or their back or their spine's hurting. Um, generally, that gives us a good idea if we go back to their history, whether it's an injury or whether it's maybe their IT band is tight or whether, you know, their musculature might be different in a certain area. It gives mm-hmm. us a good idea of how to move things in a
2: certain area. So on, on average, so it's, three, it's like a three-hour-long session, right? Yeah,
1: it depends on how quickly we go and how messed up the client is. <laughs> and I shouldn't say it like that.
2: But, um, but in, in the process, you know, you might have to change the saddle out. You might change right. the stem out. Exactly. Some bars
1: exactly right so so some of that stuff um it, all, all of that's going to be addressed the cleats on the bottom of your shoe um the bike oh, does obviously back or forward no? stuff, okay but yeah yeah you know we it's, it's a full it's a full overall thing we're starting with that you know the pre-assessment we're moving to shoes and cleats we're looking at you know the person's knees and their their musculature so we do about an hour of pre-assessment before we get a client on the bike
2: wow um, that's pretty in-depth it is It's It's, worth worth the investment.
1: Yeah, you know, it is. It's an investment. And and like I said, it's something that, you know, you're going to be holding on to those numbers for a while once you get your initial fit. Yeah. Now, when you get your road bike, you can use your mountain bike fit and really, you know, get it right off the bat. You can get it pretty close. So Mm -hmm. at least gives you a, a really good starting point. I have guys for, with their files from you know 10 years ago, Wow. and they bring it in, and within a few minutes, I can usually get a good stack and a good reach of the seat and the stem in a reasonable place for them to feel at home, right? Mm-hmm. When you have a bike, some of these guys are riding a bicycle for five, four, six, seven, eight years, and their body gets accustomed to the position that they're in, and all of a sudden, when they get on this new bike, even though it's got new technology and electric shifting and hydraulic like, brakes. oh, my back
2: hurts. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sometimes, you know, they're, they're not having the best result um, based off of where they're at on the bicycle. So, um, you know, that's why it's not just important to get one, mm-hmm. um, but to work on one, too.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, when you're doing these bike fits, who have you found to be, like, the most challenging to work with? Is it professional athletes or just, like, the average Joe coming in? You know, that's more open-minded. Like, oh yeah, yeah, do whatever you got to do. You know, I want to make sure that I get the most out of this bike as possible.
1: I think most people have that attitude. You okay. know, it, it, it's a it's a little bit of work on their end. I don't think they realize that they're going to be, you know, there in for three hours, maybe pedaling around and getting hot and sweaty. We have a fan <laughs> and, and air conditioning, by the way, um, so it is comfortable. But it, it is work on the customer's part. I know when I was, I had Mario fit me just for fun. You know, we like to check each other and. uh I I was getting pretty tired. I'm like, Hey, this is close enough. Can we just go ride now? Yeah. (laughs) Um, and and I think, I think some customers will feel that way. I mean, yeah, if it's, you know, and that's a starting point. That's the, the the important thing is to get the best starting point as we can. Mm -hmm. And then you're working on it from there. Yeah. Right. No one ever gets fit on their first fit, Gets sent out the door and then it's perfect. Um, I hope they come back. That's part of my job. Right. If I do it right. Well, usually we have a good communication and, uh, i do a lot of my clients are like friends now and we ride and it's it's really fun to be a part of people's lives when they're going through that stuff
2: yeah for sure uh so you think it is it also beneficial for like um guys that are doing like enduro or or just absolutely
1: so part of the fit too is we can do a suspension setup right It, it allows us to look at the bike and you the rider in an overall sense right in a symbiotic manner we want the we want you to be on uh have the suspension set up have the seat set up have everything in the right position because it all works in unison right i can get you fit on a bike but if we don't have the right amount of air pressure in there and the rebound's too slow it's it's not going to be right right it's not going to feel right so the whole thing needs you know good point a full suspension bike does take a little more effort right Mm -hmm. because you're also going to have to mess around with the suspension components. Yep. So we went over that with uh, Curtis Keen. Yeah. Uh, and our buddy Zach um, Israel the other night. We had a really fun time over at our Irvine store. Uh, that, was very, that, the was, that was very. That was
2: that was. He got down to the nitty gritty, man. On that he kind of stuff. He was showing us dude. everything, right? Like yeah. the carbon fiber
1: layup. Yeah,
2: um, that's no joke.
1: Yeah, he was divulging a lot of information. Yeah. He, we didn't have to sign anything, but he did kind of give us some, you know, some. Well, he's, oh,
2: so. he's pretty, he, he, you know, you don't, you don't really have to put like any batteries hooked up to him. You know, he'll just, he'll just tell you anything, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the fun, you know, those guys are incredible writers, too. So it, it's neat to have that discussion with guys that are, for one, more talented than we are. And then they're also the guys building it. So if it's up to their standards, it's well above, I'm sure, my standards
2: it's a passion right it's not it's not for them it's, oh, it's, it's a them. lifestyle right it's not you know there's I'm sure there's people out there that just it's a hey, it's a paycheck man it's a job right i want to get it done do my aid and hit the gate you know but if you have a passion behind it then it, just, it shows it does right? and it
1: shows within that that whole company is uh they're really fun to deal with you mm-hmm. know from the moment you're talking to the guys on the on the phone for you know warranty or for basic stuff but like i said there's a yeah there, it's, it's a great relationship <laughs> we have with them
2: so you were up in uh, morgan hill uh, doing like um
1: so I was last in Morgan Hill for uh, the Fit software. Right? Okay, um, I got to do that with uh, Julie's been up there for I think the beginning of their um, Fit program, and she it was an honor working with her. She's awesome. Uh, Aaron, the other gentleman, that guy gets to travel the world and work with professional athletes for a living, and then on the side he comes and teaches Fit. So you know you're in good company when you go up there, mm-hmm. and we have everyone everything from. You know, bike mechanics to bike fitters to people that are in the bicycle industry to physical therapists to doctors. We had a guy that was an orthopedic surgeon. Oh, wow. They're cyclists and they share that passion and they're trying to incorporate the fitting and the dynamics and that energy into what they do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, again, right? It's like the whole symbiotic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause if you don't, if you, if you just kind of go off of like your gut feeling, like, all right, well, this is what I need to do for my, my, my saddle height, right? And, and it's wrong, over the long run, you know, you're going to develop some kind of an issue with your knees. Yeah, and then or that, hips. That's, that's and where, hips or yeah, hips, yeah, and yeah. that's where you get the, the doctor coming in like, eh, you know what, guess what, now you need a knee replacement or, or something, right? So what, what, what I think people <laughs> find really quick is that one simple adjustment
1: can change three or four other adjustments at the same time, right? When your seat goes up, it goes back. Um, seat angle, do we do it down? Do we do it up? How do you know what the seat angle is? It's got a funky curvature to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of those things need to be uh, kind of a universal standard. So I think throughout the fitting process, most fitters, I've had a lot of fun, cool, amazing friends in the fit industry. Um, and we like to bounce ideas off each other. Okay. And I rely you know, on some of their knowledge too. So hmm. it's fun. It's a, it, it is a really cool community. I've got a buddy, Ashley Knights. He's got a, one called uh, The Force Training. He's a great fitter, um, uh, Molwitz. Sorry, sweetheart. What's your first name? <laughs> 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 um, but she has uh, dialed in fitting. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a cool kind of a community, and uh, I get to see him on rides. You know, we talk about fitting on the side, just you know, for fun. Um, but it is you can see how it's an important investment, mm-hmm. and it's definitely an important part of. Uh, the writing lifestyle whether yeah. you're competitive or you know just rec- for recreation
2: yeah for sure so how often are you like freshening up on on like the, the new software or new technology i mean that's 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 got to be pretty important too and not just one and done type of deal right, right. so
1: they have you know we kind of annually um get together and do a refresher course um but you're always kind of being challenged that way. We we have uh, different technologies that'll come out and there may be adjustments to what they feel might be a particular range of movement. Maybe the knee, uh, in terms of degrees, maybe they'll allow for a couple extra degrees based off of new information. Things like that. You know, a big one they went to uh, recently is they're gender neutral for a lot of their uh, bite componentry. And they're finding that there's a bigger difference between two guys than there are you know a guy and a female so you'll see on a lot of the bikes coming out power saddle probably our number one selling fitting uh, saddle
2: mm-hmm. um, it's more like a like a TT right type of saddle short nose type mm-hmm. of deal right you got it yeah Yeah.
1: Um, you see that kind of new design Shimano there's a lot of there's been some designs like that in the past but if you look at how that thing matches up with you know someone's body it definitely has a certain place, your, your bum sits on basically that those big sit pads because mm-hmm. there's no other place to sit, right so it hence it puts you in a power position. You have a little bit of area to rotate and to move your hips. I do. I move forward and back on, on the nose of mine, I know um, but maybe uh, you know for that seat, it works for you know 78 percent of our clientele. Um, and there's guys that want something with a little bit longer longer uh, nose. Maybe that don't require as much rotation in their hips or in their pelvis. Maybe they're not as of aggressive position, or maybe they're going to a more aggressive position off the nose of the seat. Right. So, so, so like, the
2: longer the nose, the more you can move up up the saddle, you or got I mean, it right. Yeah. You can
1: move it forward and back. So when you move forward, you're moving where the knees located over the pedals too. Um, another fun thing we're we're looking at is you can fit for power. So in other words, we're, you know, we're hooking up to a power meter and we're fitting you based off of what your, uh, best power position is. And power and comfort aren't always synonymous.
2: So how do you, how do you, how do you merge those Healthy two blend, together? blend, right? Depends. Yeah. What are your goals? It's all in the pre-assessment, my friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are we trying come to get in-, in shape? Are we trying to win Ironman? Yeah. Uh, well, it's
0: like when you're climbing, right? It's like, you, I, on the, on mountain biking, when you're going up those short little kickers, that are steep slide forward up on the saddle, right. You know, and that way you can just power down on those pedals and just go route. you know, unless you're standing, but you know, so it gets you that traction, puts the power down at the ground and it allows you to just climb up the hill.
1: Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have different forms that you see that are consistent throughout cycling standing up and, you know, pedaling, you see the, you know, kind of bobbing left and right, um, you know, down in the drops, fitting someone for the drop. So there's a lot of, uh, different things you can do to articulate the bars and yeah. get the angles in the wrist right. Okay. Um, we see, you know, a lot of people have the seats too low. You can, have you ever noticed just aesthetically watching people, right? If you're out on a ride or I can sit there at a, at a stoplight and I'm always drawn to anyone <laughs> on a bike. So of course I'm critiquing their fit or, you know, I can notice that they might need a little adjustment here or there. Um that's just part of the nature <laughs> at this point, but it, you know, you, you do notice that there's certain trends. I think most people have the seat a little bit low. Um, is it why is that? Comfort? I think it's more comfortable. Maybe security. We have a lot of guys too that are uh, maybe a little too aggressive. I was that tight. My seat was too high, and I was really far forward on on the bicycle, and my knees weren't in the right spot, and I was getting little, you know, aches and pains in certain places that were indicating that things needed to be moved. Um, but I do bike fits, right? So I should know how to fit myself. That's not the case at all. Um, so I had to go back to the drawing board with Mario <laughs> and have him readjust me. And it was, uh, it was a really fun process. And, and it's amazing to feel what, you know, a centimeter in one direction can do. Mm-hmm. It can make or break a fit or, you know, the way that pressure is being applied to the body. And it makes a big difference.
2: Small little... Do you, do you get like any that. any any challenging customers where they're like, you you get them kind of where, where where everything's all lined up in green, right? But they don't feel comfortable. I mean, how do you like, never I, never, okay?
1: <laughs> no, you do right. Um, you might have someone whose form and their function over the bike and the angles look good, but maybe those pressure points aren't right. Perfect example is I have a, a client who's getting pain underneath the ball of his foot. Um, we're trying different shoes. We're trying orthotics. Um, we're trying metatarsal buttons, little kind of pressure points that, uh, or a pad, if you will, that takes a pressure off certain you know, parts of your foot. Um, we've moved the cleat in a couple of different directions. So by doing that has allowed us to make, you know, progress, mm-hmm. but there's certain things maybe, you know, we're looking at podiatry now. Maybe he needs to, um, you know, get a doctor's appointment and see things like that.
2: I know a guy in Orange County. So it it gets to that that that
1: degree. But you you know a podiatrist? Yeah. Yeah, I bet you do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you know what? The thing is to make, we're trying to make progress. Um, You don't want people to ride with pain. So, Mm. you know, for me, that's the biggest thing is get people comfortable on the bike that they want to ride it. Um, If they're in a position where they're uncomfortable and they're getting pain, consistently, they're going to put the bike away and they're going to find something else.
2: Get frustrated.
1: Right. Yeah. So that's the last thing we want to happen. Uh, we want that, you know, to be part of their lifestyle. That's kind of what we're selling. The right. B- bikes are part of it.
2: What's a big investment for somebody, you know, whether it's an entry-level right? huge. bike or yeah, expensive toys. or the S-Works, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a huge investment. It's a lifestyle, right? It's not just, you know, a sport, right?
0: Well, and, you know, that fit is so important. I, I as, On a personal note, I remember I had an old road bike 35 miles, I would start to get achy, sore. I just, you know, I was struggling. I went and bought new Specialized Tarmac. It got fit. And I was able to, uh, literally, my next ride, where I was struggling at 35, I was well over 50. Wow. And it was just, that that's what a difference that fit makes in having that right bike. Big time. Hmm. Yeah. So,
1: you know, you can you can do your best, like I said, to get people... Comfortable right off the bat, um, and it's a process. That's just the the start of it.
2: It's tough, right, to to try to get people to to get them stoked on on in, no, investing. No, you know in... what?
1: They're already excited, so I, I think I think that's just the natural progression. Once people get out there and they're having fun, um, you know, it's a worthwhile investment mm-hmm. for them.
2: What's the What's the cost to do a, to do a bike fit?
1: So we do a basic bike fit for two fifty, and we do a more advanced. The full retool fit runs 350. Okay. Um, that full one takes about three hours. Uh, the 251, about two and a half. But you know what's what, the difference between those two? Uh, we're, we're we're hooking up more sensors to you. Okay. So we can look at the symmetry of the body by putting those markers on your left and your right side, and then we can compare those 46 points of data um, on the left. And the right, mm-hmm. and see the difference, and then we can make adjustments to try and get the best symmetry we can out of that. Hmm. So it that can take forever, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, three, three hours, and, more. Th- and that could be more than one appointment. Oh, really? Oh, sure. So there might be sure. You had to come back the next day or something. Absolutely. Yeah, I've just had you know I've had clients. that are like, hey, you know, I've got stuff to do. Yeah. It's been five hours and. Uh, you know, the, and again... You need a few breakaways <laughs> You do. And, and we're not going to sit there for 12 hours and get it perfect. Yeah. We're going to get, again, like as best we can based off of what we have. Um, and it's, it's a process.
0: You know, and some of the challenges you might even have is the postural deviations they have off the bike. So when they have a functional short leg, so in other words, one leg appears to be short on the other, there's a torsion that happens in the pelvis, so that's going to throw off their power, it's going to throw off their symmetry. And so, and then that's going to create a potential challenge you have with a bike fit as well. Yeah. We see a so, lot of, uh, you know, deviation and leg length, right? Leg
1: length discrepancy. Huge. Um, people have uh, knee surgery, ACL, MCL meniscus stuff that's taking or adding, you know, material mm-hmm. away. So whether it's a millimeter or whether it's a couple of centimeters we need to find out, you know, where the discrepancy is at, and that gives us an idea of how to make those adjustments, right? Mm. Where we find that discrepancy will dictate whether we're adding shims to the bottom of the cleat or whether we're just moving the cleat back or, you know, mm. whether we're putting a longer crank arm on that side.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh, I was, was going to ask you, like, like <laughs> so the standard is what's 175, right?
1: You know, there's not a standard anymore. I would say the standard for road bike is 172 and a half, and mountain okay. bike is 170.
2: 170. Yeah. Okay.
1: So most of the mountain bikes now are adopting that because we get a little bit better clearance. We don't have as much pedal strike. Okay. Um, I know specialized bikes in terms of the way they handle and feel. They've always had a low bottom bracket, and you can tell right. Like you turn those, you turn that new enduro and the thing, like it goes on a dime. Um, so, they're running 170s to give you a little bit better clearance.
2: Now, is that. Just uh, don't pedal through corners. Okay. know <laughs> how to pedal, people. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Bike handles like a dream. I mean, what are the. what? I mean, is there is there a big jump in like uh, a power wise between 170 and 175?
1: It's leverage versus cadence. So, okay. You know, a, a 170 crank, we're spinning a tighter circle. Yeah. I run 175s on my single speed because. I need all the help I can get when I go slow up a hill. So for me, the leverage outweighed the high cadence or the high tempo. Um, And that was, you know, that's a good example. That's more of like a purpose-built bike or a triathlon. Um, Certain people want to stay within a certain cadence realm. Okay. So they'll they'll shorten or... Right. Basically, the bigger you are, the longer cranks you need. Bottom line. You want the cranks proportioned to your body. Um, but you can, right? Everyone's running kind of a shorter crank as a, as a trend right now.
2: So, so me um, being a bigger guy would would probably I'm better off with the 175. Taller, right? Yeah. It
1: Depends on how long those legs are. Okay. It depends how your body's distributed. It goes with bike sizing too. We get that a lot. You need to get fit to find the proper bike size. So, um, you know, we have people that come in that get something off of Amazon and we're finding oh out that oh yeah, shoot, right? You got a great deal on a bike that's two sizes too big for you. Um, you know, and that's all part of the service that we do. Any of the bike shops, I think, are going to do that.
2: Yeah, interesting. So, uh, it, so uh, um with the new uh, was it the Enduro right? That's where mm-hmm. the, the S S was S one through five, right? Right. Is that, that going to be something that's going to be like uh, standardized through like all their the models for Specialized?
1: That's a good point, right? So the what you're talking about is kind of a new sizing chart that they've come up with. They're not going to do a small, medium, large, extra large. It's based off of a top tube length more than anything. Yeah, There's a standover difference between mm-hmm. them, but it's the front of the bicycle, right? It's from the bottom bracket forward. So not only is the top tube longer, the wheelbase is longer. Mm-hmm. I think the geometries other than that are pretty much identical. Okay. Um, but it, they're, you know the way that they're kind of looking at that too is I could ride a large or a medium. It depends on whether I'm taking it to the bike park or whether I'm doing a cross country race. You know, if you're riding a gnarlier trail and you need more stability and you need your body to be stretched out more for higher speeds, then you want to go with that S3, S4, longer top tube. Mm -hmm. Um, That they even offer that many is really cool. Usually they would just do like a short and a long BMX bikes or a jump bike or a dual slalom bike. A lot of times they size them like that. I don't think we're going to see a big shift in the bike sizing other than for bikes of that nature, mm. right? For a little okay. more technical trail, longer travel. Um, we can relay that to more of like a BMX kind of a f- sensation. Mm-hmm. And um, the trick that with that is you're going to fit a couple different sizes. It's the style that you want to ride. Okay. Right?
2: So like some, somebody wants to, like, wants to buy a, an XC bike and – they don't know like if I'm between a large or extra large. Can you? you would you like, a, like an like initial like a Absolutely. fit before you? You know they mm-hmm. pull the trigger yeah, on the bike. Yeah, right.
1: So uh, you know the customer. We want them to be able to to look at all their options and to be able to feel it. So you can look at the numbers and crunch and kind of glorify that in your head and go oh i think that's going to be too small but until you actually get on there with the right seat height and the right suspension setup mm-hmm. you need to get a realistic feel of you know what the bike's going to do for you
2: right right it's
1: so hard to get right these are these are really expensive toys we can't afford to go demo these things yeah um so it's, well, you can it, it is a challenge yes you can at per say like the illusion brew coming yeah. on october 12th yeah. at uh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> at cook's, cook's corner, corner. <laughs> cook's yeah. corner. Yeah. great <laughs> event. it's going to be a good event <laughs> Um, absolutely. So you do have those rare opportunities. Mm-hmm. So take advantage, people. Uh, October 12th. Shameless plug.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's fun. So, yeah, we are. That's a that's a good point. So we're seeing, you know, a little bit of change that way. Um, that style, The you know, the more aggressive trail, which, you know, of course, I'm known for. My stump jumper is called the Rocket Red Shred Sled. Okay. For nice. a reason. Check it out on Instagram. <laughs> that's, it's got his own page, so, huh? Yep. See this scar? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See this car? Yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. Right. it's on it's on Instagram. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so you you've been uh um what do you ride right now, Parker? What's your bike right now?
1: So I've got I've got a the newer twenty nine er long travel carbon stumpy. That's my main mountain bike. Um, yes. I ride a tarmac for for a road bike, and then I really have fun on a steel single speed that I take out to like the Red Monkey rides and stuff like that. Like a training bike.
2: That was pretty interesting when they were talking about the uh, the anti was anti squat on the uh, on the enduro, yeah, right? Yeah. So
1: you're talking about the suspension dynamics. Yeah. Right? I'm like, and the rearward pivot and all that stuff. Yeah. That, does that go with bike fit? No. But what it is is it changes how a person is fit on the bike, right? Exactly. So again, this is kind of like a different style. Um, when you pedal that bike, it just means that the front and the rear suspension and the drivetrain are equalized to the point where you can't tell when they're working. It just feels solid. And it's really neat when you have, you can go on the suspension calculator um, real quick just to get a baseline of what the suspension should be at. And when you get up and you pedal it, I mean, it's a big, bulky trail bike, but it doesn't move. The suspension feels great. It's a trip. It's cool. <laughs> but, I mean, you, you, how many years did it take them of testing, right? Trial and yeah. error and three, four years of... uh Tuning that design—it's incredible. I really, I I like watching that stuff. Do you think they're going to incorporate that in the Epic? No, no. Yeah, that 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 they they took the back end off of a demo eight and they made a trail bike out of it. (laughs) 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 And and I don't think it's an FSR design, right? So, you know, Specialized has long been known for the horse link, right? The horse link and the future shock rear, Mm -hmm. and so. I know that's on the rest of their bikes. It says the FSR on the seats day, but this thing looks radical, right? It's yeah. Beyond that, it's awesome.
2: I'm interested. I want to. I want to pedal that thing around and see if it. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <October laughs> Take that 12.
0: thing to Sky Park. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: So, um, are they gonna um, like bike talk? Um, epic. Are they gonna like revamp that bike? Are you, yeah, what, of what are you they thinking? Are. Yeah. It's been a while, right? <laughs> when? I don't know. Yeah, when? Yeah, come on, Parker. So now you're prying. Yeah. Um,
1: I had to sign a disclosure agreement. No, I'm just kidding. So that, that I mean, that Epic's been a wildly successful design, right, mm-hmm. on the race circuit. Um, not necessarily right this minute, but um, it's due, right? We saw the Enduro, and we kind of sat well, around. I mean, and we they, were t- they were talking about the how they,
2: they just came out with a new one. now they're talking about... What else are they going to change on the bike? Is like, sure. It's like they don't. are they talking just... about
1: electric, electronic uh, suspension. Yeah. now. Walking out. It's crazy. And, uh, low speed compression changing on the fly depending on the terrain. That's so so um, nuts, right? It's, it's Everything's it. computer now, and look—you look at all the e-bikes and all the stuff we're doing there.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. It's those e-bikes
0: are fun.
1: They are fun. Oh my gosh, they're, there's a—they're different, right? They're not like bicycles. No.
2: What do they call them? Analog bikes now, or something? Like that? <laughs> oh, analog analog <laughs> yeah, and digital. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Wow. Um, well, we're 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 about out of time. All right, where, Sean. Where can we find uh, more information on your, on you?
0: You know, the best way is to go to my website. Uh, my website is gotspine, kind of like got milk, but got spine.net. That's the best way. You can um, if you just search chiropractors um, Orange County tustin in particular I'll, I'll pop up at the top um so that's that's probably you know in indirect way but you'll mm-hmm. you'll find me that way and um yeah
2: well it's pretty yeah. rad that you know you're in that cycling industry or soccer world so when somebody goes in hey i'm a, I'm a mountain biker or whatever so yeah. you, you kind of i get it yeah you I get need it. him totally to get it. crack yeah. some back so i can get some good fits right that's yeah. right no seriously it so i mean or, or is, if somebody yeah. that's going to do a bike fit, are they should they stop by your shop first before they could get a fit or you you know the, into, what do you think Parker?
1: It's all incorporated, but the bike fit is based off of a person's flexibility and yep. the position that they're able comfortably to get in hmm. so my biggest thing is we have you know a lot of a lot of guys will get a high-end bike and they'll have that stem just slammed and it's flat and it's low and the bar drop, the distance between the seat and the bar is huge, you know like a foot. <laughs> and they can, they can get in that position for like yeah. 15 or 20 minutes, right? And then you can see like in their eyes, they're like, oh, this is a struggle, maybe." Yeah. I'm not sure I knew what I was getting myself into. Um, you know, that's really where we need to step back and say, hey, you know, I hope you don't mind. This is going to change the aesthetics of the bike, but really to get your body in the right position. So, you know, I think most people are honest with themselves that that I run into, but you do have to have a little bit, I think, of a... You know, some people have a, have a little bit of an open mind to to change the bike dynamics around.
2: There's a lot of guys that are stuck on looks, like oh, I want this look, man. I want to slam I like do. negative, like yeah. six degree stem on there. You know what I mean, like has it. was like... I, cu- I,
1: I, I cut the steer tube off on my road bike, and I can't put any spacers under there now. So, yeah, now, now I'm fitting myself to the bike, but yeah, right? uh, we want to fit the bike to, you know, the client and the person. That's yeah. the proper way to do it. Right, exactly. We don't want you to, you know, to sacrifice your fun and, you know, your comfort level.
2: Mm-hmm. Parker, uh, what's, your, what's your availability like? What's your schedule like f- for doing bike fits? Yeah,
1: so my availability, you can always call the shop. The best way is go on Rock and Road's website under services. You can go to bike fits, and then you can go on and schedule an appointment and actually see in real time uh, what the schedule looks like. So that's turbine, the best way. Right? We usually
2: if they want to get, get hooked up with you, then? At any of them, yeah, okay. at any
1: of our Rock and Road stores. But that's the, uh, that's the best
2: way. So, do you, but you're, you're pretty much at the I, Irvine location? I'm,
1: I'm only at the Irvine location. Okay.
2: And then there's other bike fitters at other locations. You got
1: it. I've got Steve and Pettit at our uh, Laguna Niguel location. I okay. also got Mario at my place, too. Um, so, we got three guys that do a great job. Nice. Nice. Shout out to Lauren Molowitz. Hi, Lauren. That, <laughs> that's dialed in fitting.
2: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, I appreciate you guys coming to the studio, talking story, and uh, kind of getting more in depth with the. Uh, the bike fitting world and uh, and chiropractic awesome world because uh, thanks for having us Lou yeah, I think this it'll is work fun. together so yeah we gotta we gotta get you guys back in and uh, well you know what we should we should do is we should do a, a bike fit we can you want to do a bike fit podcast like real
1: time you want to get fit
2: well, that's three hours long though huh no we'll Come make we... it
1: short we'll do
0: the quick <laughs> <laughs> the, we'll the wham bam fit okay new. yeah there you go yeah. wham bam thank you man. right <laughs> all
2: right guys thanks for coming in and uh, listen to Beyond the bike thanks Lou.
0: Thanks, Lou.